I'll be your maestro, Jameson Oxford. This is Torchlit Tavern. We love that you're back. Take a seat, order a drink. First one's free. I mean, they're all free. We do the show for free. Like, we have a Patreon if you want to throw us money, but this is all free. And we, we just, we give this to you. We don't have to, we do. It's a gift. Yeah, it's a gift. Our gift to you. Yes. And me, because I love playing D&D with you guys. It's the recording and editing that is the punishment that we do upon ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone who's edited, please give a groan. (laughs) Yeah, all you non-editors just basking in the brilliance of a fun game of D&D. I remember when it was a fun game of D&D. When? (laughs) Long stare into the distance. Yeah, no. He's new to playing with me, ladies and gentlemen. This is actually Jeff's first campaign with Jay, even though for years I used to try to talk him into it. I don't know why he resisted. You didn't talk me into it that hard. Let's start with that. I did, because I didn't think I had to. Listen, he whined, he dined, he bought you roses full yeah, of dice. I told you, you'd love D&D, you gotta play someday, and you never did. And then, then you know, several years later, I we say I'm a doing a podcast. That, yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden. And Jeff's insatiable need for the masses to adore and love him, which I'm totally milking so that the masses will adore and love us. Anyways. I thought we weren't gonna bring up my insatiable needs. Alright. <laughs> well, you didn't let me be the load master, so I guess we'll skip over it. <laughs> no peeks behind the curtain. How dare you part the kimono? But the kimono needs to be aired out. It's getting hot. I like it musty. It's getting hot in California. Shit, now they know where we are. Fuck summer. Everybody living on that side of the mountain, I'm sorry. Fuck summer. And to Jay's left is... Hey gang, Ryan again. Welcome back. You are here to hear me play Roy. Very, very cold boy. My left... I am your meester, which is <coughs> master in Dutch. <laughs> Brom, it is Bop, your favorite dwarven wizard, currently <laughs> sleeping in a bed of stone. <laughs> How dare you cut in the line that we make up every day. Consistency is key. I went first last episode. <laughs> the thing is, is that Bop has usurped your position as second in line since you left. And he's not going to give it back. <laughs> you can take third. Anyways, I am the maestro, which is Romanian, and... <laughs> this motherfucker Googled it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found a workaround for your maestro bullshit. <laughs> I have Google, bitch. I will constantly try to foil you every chance I get. I uh, Randall playing the good boy, Marquis Dylan Bennett. And to his... Left. Constant annoyance. Dude, bringing up the rear. The power bottom, if you will. He's a power top. I mean... <laughs> and that's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh, you like it. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't think I have a date number for skeletons. Hold on. Necrophilia? <laughs> it's not in there? Not in there. Anyways, it is, of course, Jeff. And as always, I'm behind the wheel, or so he likes to think, of the gentleman. The skeleton, Mr. Grimm. Yeah, the straight up truth is, is I don't know how he believes that he's in charge at this point. Me neither. I'm fucking concerned. <laughs> we should be. Oh, pray for his soul. Remember, if you sign up for a Patreon, it goes toward my players' therapy sessions. Uh, it's expensive. You don't have enough money. 
every little bit helps. You don't have a fucking enough. It's a drop in the fucking bucket. <laughs> don't worry, I've been seeing a therapist. Isn't that right, Dr. Schwartz? I guess he has been seeing me three times a week. Why is Grimm just wearing a monocle and talking in a German accent? <laughs> oh, don't worry. Shut up. Because I look over his case notes. We're in fucking danger. Mr. Grimm, you gotta let go of him. There is no him anymore. We're in a mood today, apparently. This is silly. I'm gonna try to wrangle y'all. This is me wrangling. You hear me wrangling? My arms are just roping y'all in. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come close. Come on. Take a knee. Hey, did he slip a finger on you guys when he did that? That was weird. I only have so many fingers. And I need you guys as close as possible to get them all up in there at the same time. Jay only has eight fingers, fun fact. It's true. Two thumbs. It's very weird. Not two normal thumbs, two extra thumbs. Yeah, two extra thumbs. <laughs> I only have eight <laughs> fingers, but I have two extra thumbs. <laughs> it's fucking weird, dude. <laughs> it's super weird. It's like horses and how they only have four fingers. It's true. Shook. Those aren't legs. I need four fingers right now. <laughs> God, whiskey would help with you people. <laughs> Honestly, I have nothing else to talk about other than I love all the listeners, and I hope they tell other people that, so that we can torture more people. It's like a pyramid scheme. Y'all are my little gremlins, and I need you to go build a network. So you tell two friends, and then they'll tell two friends, and then they'll tell two friends? I've given it a lot of thought. I'm thinking about turning us into a cult. Oh, I've been listening to a lot of last podcast on the left, and I think that this is our chance Hell, Satan. to build the Torchlit cult. Tavern goers, unite! Yes, tavern goers, it's gonna be our new cult. I'm gonna be your cult leader, and. You wasted an intro right there. You did, you just wasted just an intro. Just wasted it. I'll bring it back. It's Britney, bitch. Ugh. No, it's Justin Timberlake. He's bringing Sexy back. So we left off with me trying to kill Roy, much like I tried to kill Bop. And mm. I'm frustrated. So close. I've, yeah. I've been. So close. I've been you know, I'm gonna kill one of you. I'm gonna. You've already killed me once. Didn't, didn't. That was totally, you know, uh, a gimmick. I'll, I'll admit it. Your, your hit points never drop below zero. I didn't actually get the satisfaction of a good, honest DM on PC murder. And the closer I get to it, the more I feel the need and hunger. But stop stroking off while we record. King. It's kind of no. weird. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. If we're gonna put that rule. <laughs> you guys already chose not to be in the same room as me that was the concession that i made it was getting in my hair <laughs> well that's your fault for putting your head down there and catching it i'm a good girl <laughs> okay <laughs> as i was saying we left off with a fomor trying to drive you and daedalus into the ground but roy soaked it with a power that he you've had that one actually you just never used it right i've been sitting on it for yeah a level a Tomb of Luvistus, a super cool warlock power that allows him to suck a bunch of hit points and turn into a big old block of ice, which is very, very Roy at this point. All those ice powers. Mr. Iceman. Cold. And meanwhile, as they're getting attacked, the wizards, the other two members of the party, were resting, and the only thing that stopped me from getting that good PC murder was Randall decided to rejoin us. What's up? <sighs> Fucking, like, whatever, you know. It's not like I didn't have plans, and you totally, like show up and interrupt my murder sesh. But it's okay, because I'm the dungeon master and reality is what I make. And as you guys are picking yourself off the ground and Dylan's kind of dusting off the embers of the fucking hell realm off of his cloak. What's up, buddy? Where did you come from? 
Um, well, I literally got dragged to hell. I would not recommend it. I'm gonna leave a terrible review, and I'm currently covering my trauma with the humor. Um, and on brand says Daedalus. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Daedalus. Pistol crossbows. Uh, fought a devil. Uh, kind of sucked. Then got ripped through a portal. It was uh, it was balls. It was uh, it was balls. That's uh, pretty convenient. Uh, I agree. It's like I was missing for a few weeks. Almost. <laughs> it felt like forever. It felt like forever. I mean, for us, it's only been like several hours. <laughs> yeah, actually, because Randall's not actually aware how much time has gone by. It yeah. has been about three hours. Weird. Damn. Uh, did not feel that long for me. So, uh, here's a question. Yeah, boss. You're here. Mm-hmm. Where's Bruce? No fucking clue. Uh, I, I I remember him following after me, and I just, I I lost him. He went one way, I went the other. I got dragged somewhere. He, it, it I honestly don't know what to tell you. I'm, trust me, I, hey, Dalis, can we, can we have a second? Can I say that I shouldn't give you one? I would like to hear this. You can say that, but we're still probably going to take that second. Uh, this is actually more of a personal thing. Uh, I promise I'm, I won't hide stuff from you about hell or anything, Dalis. I have no reason to. This whole topic, he's been pretty flippant about, and you can tell this bothers him, but he's like, I'm holding you to that. And he kind of sets up at the mouth of this dead end that you guys were in. Okay, then I'm going to look at Roy. And I'm gonna look at Dennis halfling fucking eyes, and I'm gonna go on my knees and put my forehead to the floor and say, "I'm very sorry for everything. I'm sorry I didn't trust you, and I'm sorry I'm not a good person." For being honest, I haven't been that great either, and I will accept your apology if you accept mine. Fair. Also. You could be a little less annoying. That would be great. Deals off. <laughs> I, I can't trust myself on that aspect, but I can do something for you. You did save the little girl that I consider my daughter. So I know I can trust you with this. The mantle was taken by Inquisitors from Bree. So it's probably in their capital being held by Inquisitors who are servants of Azazel. I would tell Grim this, but... Grim last time when I said no thank you threatened uh, got me like a fucking fish. So, uh, what you do with this information, Roy, is your own prerogative. I'll let you do whatever you want, and if I can help you get that mantle, I'll do my best to so. Thank you, Dylan. Daedalus pipes up. Hey, hey guys. Yeah, I, I know you asked for a moment, but uh, we might have a problem. Time's up. <laughs> You've got to be shitting me. Fuck! Another one? Where, my brother? For I come. Gross. That was Roy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Daedalus is like, this guy seemed to have a buddy. Let's run. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys meet up with Daedalus at the mouth of the dead end, and you guys make a different turn this time, but as you're taking it, there's another Fomor down the passageway coming after you guys, and he's yelling... Where is the Eye of Magog? I just need a break, man. It's in hell! <laughs> it, after you say, I just need a break, 
in your head rings Grimm's words. We cannot keep going at this pace. <sighs> Fuck you, Grimm. How long does Longstrider last? Oh, uh, Longstrider? It's important. It was an hour, right? Yeah, it is an hour. Okay. So, an hour. As you guys are leaving the area, I want to throw this in. There was a pouch, because I'm trying to encourage loot, and it's just real bad habits of all of us. That Fomor had a pouch. You grab it. Or Daedalus grabs it, and you guys can split it later. Loot. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Give it a loot. I hand the bag to fucking Roy. Go, 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 go. So you guys are running. Oh, that wasn't Roy, but okay. <laughs> and the Fomor is chasing after you guys, and you guys are doing the same shit you did last time. And then you get to another fucking part where it's getting to the point where you guys are cutting over a lot of, like, low debris, which is causing you guys to move at half speed. And the Fomor is just striding over the top of it and gives no shits. And you're getting to the point where he's going to get within range, and you guys cut a corner, and in the next few seconds, he's going to be on top of you. And he comes around the corner, and you see him turn the corner, chasing after you guys, and stop dead in his tracks. Sweet, he's dead. He's standing. Yeah, you see him <laughs> standing there, and he takes his club, and he starts beating at the air in front of him. Huh? Where did you go? Where? Roy waves. And he's like pounding on the air directly in front of him as if he's beating on a stone wall. Finger crossbows. He doesn't act like he sees you guys at all. Okay. And next to you, you hear a voice. To your guys east, right around the edge of a thing, you hear a voice. Excuse me. I believe that you need assistance and you should come oh. this way. And there's just, like, a floating hand pointing, like, down a passage. Yep, that sounds good. Uh, okay. There is little time. Who are you? My name is Fao. Oh, God, Dayless, we found him. Or rather, he found us. Wait, what was his name again? Fao. This character you met briefly when you were taken below. He is Fao Zephyr. He is a hobgoblin uh, illusionist. Oh, dope. He's the one that Roy and Daedalus came out here alone to find. Because he's the only other teacher that you guys have been looking for. And you know that he's out here trying to get survivors or basically do anything he can to, you know, resolve this crisis. Because technically, there's very high-level mages out here running around. And you need at least three of them. Just remind you what you're up to. Right now, you have Star and Comet. Technically, if you can get Fowl, you have enough people to open up the basement level again. Okay, so we head toward to where the hand points. All right. You guys go through stuff. You hear the giant cursing in his giant language. Just... <laughs> you hear the sound of rocks being thrown, things being destroyed, getting more and more angry. I want the eye. The eye is mine. And you guys quickly find yourself face to face with a talking wall of stone. There's just a face in a stone wall on the outside edge of the tower. Basically, you guys finally make it out of the wreckage of the library. And the stone wall in front of you, like Wizard of Oz style, is there. And it says, Excuse me. Before we continue, what I want to know is can you prove that you are from the material plane? I got this. 
So. Okay. Good start. Not knowing what to say. Solid bit. Definitely material plane. <laughs> I, I got this. I got this. I got this. Stalling, also solid. When you go on a caravan and they give you peanuts, what's all that about? And he pulls up Seinfeld costume real quick and a mic, like, oh. Dylan, what did we just talk about? I was, I was just trying to have fun. I'm sorry. And I pull off the outfit and I put the microphone back in the case. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're from here. What proof do you really need? That was all of the proof that I needed. Alright. <laughs> that was all that I needed. Definitely. Yes. The stone wall goes away, and an invisible person standing like 10 feet next to you just kind of pops into existence. And it's a hobgoblin in red robes. This hobgoblin has reddish-orange-tinged fur all over him. Says, You are in great danger here. You should retreat to the Azar camp if you know where it is. No, I do. I'm going to need you to come with us. I cannot. I am investigating strange goings-on in the amphitheater. Listen, it's just theater kids. You, uh, I, I'm sorry, Roy. I did it again. I know I did it that time. Yeah, yeah, you did a little bit, but it's okay, because we're trying to be friends right now, and I'm going to try and ignore at least half of them. I'm sorry. I, I caught myself halfway through that one. It's all good for now. Fal, I'm gonna need you to come with us. The amphitheater can wait. We have allies that might be able to help us. I do not need your help. You will only hold me back. It's kind of rude, but uh, we really need your help with something back at the Azer stronghold camp. He casts a spell, and every one of you turns invisible. You, the people next to you, pop out of existence. You assume you as well. I look at my hand to be safe. The floating hand kind of points toward a little cave that's in the rocks. And he says, follow me and tell me your story quickly. We fell in. So it all started when I woke up in a gutter. You are doing it again. <laughs> he does that. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a self-defense thing. And I'm sorry. I said quickly. I, oh. <laughs> we follow... I tell him what's happened since we got to the school and then everything went to shit. Okay. Do you tell him why you need his help? That's what he needs to know. What? He needs to know why you need his help. Like, what do you want? Because that's the hard sell. Oh, I don't know that. Roy? Yes. We need you because we need three teachers to get down to the ship. Okay. We've already got Star and Comet helping us out. We need one more. We were looking for the headmaster to make it easier on us, but this is what we got. Okay. It is good that you told me. But I need to know why. You have not told me why I should help you. Because we believe the ship is the reason... Actually, you should know this. The ship is the reason all this is happening. But what good would getting to the ship do? We could solve the problem. I've got a fae in me, and we've got another fae. <laughs> oh, you got a fae in me too, buddy. <laughs> Dylan? You got a fade. Not now, Dylan. <laughs> you got a fade. Uh, Dylan fiddles invisible thumbs. <laughs> I currently share my body with a fae, and we've got another fae over at the Azer camp that together, hopefully, they can figure something out. Also, I need something on that ship. 
I am sorry, but I cannot help you if you cannot tell me what good you would be. Do you know conjuration spells? I studied them. Do you know conjuration spells? Have you seen Master Nebula? Nebula is gone. What do you mean gone? We do not know what happened to him. He was helping us out, and uh, he kind of told us to run away, and there was a loud bang, boom, explosion, and now he's gone. And now we need your help. Otherwise, I wouldn't have looked for you at all. Roll persuasion. <laughs> there are dice rolls in this game. What? What? No way. Call the cops. Get out of town. Gross. I've been playing this game wrong the entire time. <laughs> Wait, we need dice? Yeah. I've been rolling twigs. <laughs> 17. Okay. I've been using dominoes this whole time. So he says, so you say you have comet. Got comet and star. Okay. Near is Niazer camp. Yeah. This is good. I will come with you. Thank you. And you guys just make your way invisibly, dodging all the things you see. He casts illusions and shit, and he just moves through this place pretty smoothly. Like, it's not a big deal to him. And you guys get back to the Azer camp, where we will finish our long rest. I would like to start one. Yeah, y'all are going to take the long rest. You've only been gone about an hour or two, which means that these guys will only have to wait a little bit longer to get you back. I'm not going to worry about the timing. I actually don't really need... Fuck you, you're taking a long rest. <laughs> I chill and carve a piece of wood. Sounds good. I can do that. Fuck it. I need to bring the other guys back into the show. So what do you guys do on your long rest? Strana. Yep. What do you guys do with your hour or so um, that, uh, that you guys have while you wait for them to finish their long rest? Hey, guys. I literally have to sleep for six hours, so... <laughs> no, you guys get a long rest, but you were a few hours ahead of them. Okay, fair. So you're going to wake up and have time. And Daedalus. Daedalus totally could use a long rest. He's your only healer. I look around and see if I can find anything useful. Hey, Bob. You find a Dylan. <laughs> mm, I can't put that over an anvil. Well, I could, but it'd be squishy. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Goes the internal monologue. <laughs> Wait until he learns flesh to stone later on. Hey, guys, look. Dylan fell out of the air. Again. <laughs> Bop, actually, if you need some material, I picked up some daggers before I got kidnapped, if you oh, want there, to use the metal. Like, there is straight up lots of material lying around. What are you looking for? I had Strana four of my daggers. Okay. I got some daggers. I need a spell book. I need a spell book. Slap that in there. Bop, do you not care that, you know, Dylan's just back? You don't run a, like, He's used exposition to me, or anything? <laughs> Yeah, he comes in and out of this all the time. I assume I go to sleep and then I wake up and he's back. God, fucking Bob. <laughs> Bob would not care if the world ended as long as his fucking dwarves and anvil didn't get touched. Yeah. I, am, I imagine Grimm and Star would have something to say as well, as they were around when it happened. Oh, and let me put it this way. He's not on fire. He's not crawling to me dead, leaving a blood trail out the door. Well, you know, on fire is normal for him. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> it must be peachy. So I finish my four hours of dormancy and I get the fuck up and I, I chill, work on some stuff. And in fact, specifically the things I work on are my new skills. I've got the ability to to 
do my scrimshaw crafting twice every eight hours. Okay, and something and, I do want to address. I've given you the ability to use the scrimshaw, and you asked if you can use pieces of yourself. Yes. I am warning you that if yeah. you use pieces of yourself and they get broken, we're going to break pieces of you. Like, because there is that thing where they can be damaged and you can give them to other people and they can give abilities. Anyone got mending? Mending doesn't heal broken bones. I went through it, and you can make things. It gives you a couple of like yeah. little doohickey magic items that give you cool bonuses, and you can even hand them to other people. But I'm just warning you that if you use your own bones, there is risk. Yeah. I mean, if they break, we can no, always absolutely. go to Madame Pomfrey and get some Skelligrow. You are at the wizarding school. Uh, yeah, I'm fully aware that they have a risk of breaking. So what I'm going to do is, uh, since we're on our own confined quarters, per short rest, as it turns out, I'll finally get something that's good for a short rest. Hey! I can craft two talismans. So what I'm going to do, since we're kind of in this room alone, I'm going to disrobe and go down to so that I can see my rib cage, and I'm going to remove two of my ribs and craft the ribs into two talismans. He just wants to suck his own dick, dude. Once again, give another shout out to Anne Gregerson and her source book where this comes from, the RLN's Stolen notes to Veli, or Velia, or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce things sometimes. The scrimshaw you do it. How long does it take? So it just if you know, it takes an hour, right, to make them. It takes a short rest worth of time. So an hour. Yeah, like an hour. Yeah. And in an hour, I can craft two. So. Since I'm on a long rest, and I have four hours to kill, I'll craft as many as you'll allow me to craft right now. You can only ever have two at a time, it says. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dylan just carves a piece of wood. <laughs> I go around collecting a few other things. No, I can only ever craft a certain number at any given time. It doesn't say how many I can have. I can only ever craft a certain number. And they don't instantly go into use, either. Which two do you make? That's the important bit. I'm going to craft Fangs and Claws, for sure. And because we seem to have been doing a lot of moving, I'm going to craft a runner stance. Okay, solid. And it's just going to... my Two of my ribs. Boom, boom, craft them, put them right back. Bink, bink. Put my mail on, put my clothes back on, we're all good. Okay. It was uh, the runner stance, and what was the other one? Fangs and Claws? Fangs and claws. What damage type? Because it's like an elemental damage, right? Yes. Uh, do I have to choose at the beginning? I think I'd like that. Okay, well let me look to see what the damage types are. I make a wooden stake. <laughs> Gonna fight some vampires, huh? Let's go with lightning damage. Okay. Yeah, so you guys kind of wake up. Grim wakes up ahead of everybody, does a scrimshaw. Bop, you wake up later and you find out from a few of the Azer that uh, some of your friends have made it back. Really? And so, yeah, anything you want to work on, let me know what you want to do. But basically, you bump into Dylan. This is that moment, like whatever, that conversation you technically had, just so we have it mapped out. That conversation goes here. Grim can join in at this point as well. Roy would be asleep. Grim is going to uh, peek his head out to see if, you know, if they've come back. But Grim is making a very conscious effort to have as little time with the Azer as possible. Yeah. Uh, and Azer is informing you. Bop! Yes? Have you rested? 
I I'm refreshed. I'm refreshed. Yes. I found you materials that you asked for. And he drops just like an armload of various metals. Like, what do you want? If you can make a case for me that it would be found around here, they find it. Do we get our HP to full after the long rest? Yes. I see some brass. You steal into an odds copper. I can make a little bit out. Oh, I need some glass. There's a window. Not a problem. Yeah, this, there's shattered glass. <laughs> what are you making? An environmental suit. Medieval style. You're making like a space suit? Hazmat. Yeah. Hey, we're dealing with other dimensions, man. Okay. I can just imagine it getting more crazy. Okay. Describe the medieval-style hazmat suit that Bop is creating out of every bit of debris, I guess, that he has put his hands on. I don't even know what to, like, qualify this, because I kind of say it has to be one material, but I also said you made it out of a chair last time, so... <laughs> yeah. We almost made it out of paper. Yeah, roll the craft check, and then tell me what you just did. 19 plus... Oh, shit. So 24. I get special shit. What, uh, read me off what I wrote for you if you roll that high. Let's see. I should get 18 armor, and then I get some special abilities that's DM created. So. so you made a fucking hazmat suit, right? It's an airtight, like, yep. filters the environment thing? Exactly. Okay, I'm going to give you immunity to poison. All right. Anything gaseous. Coming up, you definitely are going to ignore, unless it obstructs view. Okay. And I will also say that the suit is, it's made out of, like, metal and shit, right? Yeah. Imagine a diver suit, a deep diver suit, where you have these ball joints, and it's all hard material. I lift okay. up, and I can twist this helmet off. Very Bioshock. Put it okay. under my shoulder. It has multiple viewports. I'm just seeing like a stained glass window turned into yeah. a bubble helmet. Yeah. <laughs> cool. There we go. Uh, he looks like a big daddy. Hello, my friend. He is a big daddy. I'm going to give you immunity to anything environmental coming up. I will huh. even give you resistance to fire. Okay. Heat resistance. Yeah. I like this thing. We did a good job, Hammer. Lad, you've got a strange imagination. What did you make? Something that will make me live longer, I hope. The way you act, nothing's going to make you live longer, lad. You're reckless. You're a loose cannon, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's funny because the party says that Bop is too slow and he takes too much time planning, but every dwarf says that he's a reckless nut. <laughs> it is great. It is definitely great. The Azer informs you that some of your friends have also made it back. The ones Roy and Daedalus are sleeping off a fight that they met, and they have brought back the mage Fowl, and also um, one we've come to know as Dylan. What's up? Mm. And you find Dylan's making a stake. A couple now. Yeah. Yeah, I see you have a pile going there. Yeah, you gonna add those to the defenses? Uh, this was more the next time we go out, and if shit comes flying at me again, I'm gonna stab it. <laughs> but actually, the defenses would be a better idea. 
So I'll probably do that. <laughs> it's like, what? Do you need a small sword? I can make you a small sword. That's not an issue. It's important to note, Dylan, that Bop is wearing the armor that we just described. Clunk, 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 clunk. I'm too fucking used to it at this point. <laughs> yeah, Bop's doing something weird, all right. Your casual nature, the way you treat each other, is just kind of terrifying. So how was hell? <laughs> uh, lake's on fire. Thought it was weird. Mm. Okay. Don't lie. You didn't see any lakes on fire. Don't ruin the joke. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you ruin a joke? So how many damned humans were down there? Uh, lots, probably. I didn't see many. There was a lot of devils and demons that were like, hey, it's this bitch again. And I kind of went, fuck. You know, Dylan, the life of the party's back. What's up? All right. They wanted the death of the party, apparently. Mm-hmm. See, that's how you know that dwarves are good. Because you just don't find that many of us in hell. <laughs> so, Bob. Yes. Is there any conversations you'd like to have with the Azer about anything at all? Is there any conversations you'd like to have with anybody about anything at all? This is that moment when you have basically allies yeah. that aren't the party, no matter how much I've tried to encourage that. So I go up to the Illusionist and go, Ah, we need your help to open up the door. We have several of your compatriots here. Yes, I've been told by your friends. Yes. So as soon as they're all rested up, I look at my arm and I pull out a miniature timepiece that depends on the sun, and I try to get some sort of light on it, and it doesn't work. I pull it back away, and I go... There is no sun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have described that you guys are basically, like, floating in the middle of the Astral Sea in a basically a snow globe. Yeah. I, I can always try. That little bit of moment. In other words, a sea of magic and chaos. Anyway. I feel... I have spoken to Comet, and mm. I will tell you that I will help you open the doors. Very good. You can help us open the doors, and I think we can quickly get some of our people back. I go yes. talk to the Azer. Which one? Just the one who's been in charge kind of talks to you? Yeah. What do you want to say to him? Papadopoulos of House Strike. Aye. We have a chance now. A chance to solve this mess. What's that? Well, we finally have all three professors. And we can have them open the door. Will they do it? Yes. Yes, they will. Hmm. You know that we would have to leave our barricades. It's dangerous. Why don't we put the barricades on wheels and them with us? He doesn't even, like, respond to that. He just turns around and starts shouting out orders to Acer to start making wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I love Strana. <laughs> and you guys, Roy, Daedalus, and everybody who might be still resting is awoke. You're full rested, but you wake to the sound of hammering and working coming from outside. It's getting real loud. I'm just going to be running parts for them since I'm quick. I'll just try and help. Just aiding? Yeah, that works. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and help and just run parts for them. Once me and Evan hear the sounds of banging and clanging... I peek my head out the door again, because the first time, I'm sure, I didn't see anybody. I just went, hmm. And then, I peek my head out the door again, and we see there is what is almost certainly another mage. You see the three teachers kind of standing in a huddle, talking to one another. So... You see Star, Comet the Gnome, Evocationist, and a new character who is a hobgoblin you've not met. 
all kind of talking to each other in low tones about what they're going to do next. So You also see Daedalus in this group. Me and Evan stroll over calmly and nonchalantly. And as you come up, you hear Daedalus asking Fowl, Master Fowl, I need to ask, when you were out doing your reconnaissance, did you see any sign of members of the Church of Newman? Have more people than my order showed up? The standard operating procedures for them to come and handle this. I'm just the, the tip of the spear, you know? And you need to roll insight on the way Daedalus is talking. Okay. Rolling insight. You got it. And as you do that, Fao is saying back to Daedalus, he's like, um, Yes, I believe I did. That's why I was heading to the amphitheater. Is Evan rolling an insight too? Uh, he's a fucking NPC, man. Yeah, he does. It, he rolled crap. Okay, I was just curious. I don't know. It's fine. But Fao is like, yes, that was why I was going to the amphitheater. Uh, a student that I sent back here told me that he had seen a small contingent of demons be wiped out by a group of paladins of Newman. We believe they have arrived and are setting up some sort of portal system. I was trying to find a good way to meet up with them and then bring them to the group. When I was interrupted by you and Roy, and he looks at him very pointedly. I'm gonna fuck myself. <laughs> Are you in this conversation, Dylan? No, I'm not. That was real. Okay, yeah, just checking. I rolled a 17. You get the feeling when Daedalus asks about the other paladins and Newman that he's not asking about them like, oh goody, they're coming to save us. When Faust tells him that the paladins are here, he gets scared. And he kind of looks at you guys and he looks at the other members of the party that he's been traveling with for a little while now. Yeah. And he tells Fow, I don't think that's a good idea, Fow. As I stroll in, I go, Ah, yes, his ilk don't take kindly to mine. It's not that. It's not that simple. So, I guarantee you, the one leading this is going to be Krieg. I don't know if you've met him. Yes, he's an asshole. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to tell you a quick story. I think I've met Krieg. You did, briefly. In the under, when they came in and moved in after you guys killed everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my first mission for the, for the Fist of Newman, we got sent outside the city limits because we heard word that a cult was gathering. And they were a devil cult. And he kind of, he side-eyes Dylan, who's running things back and forth to the Azer. And he's like, we went to this cult and we found out there was like a family and they were doing raids on neighboring farmsteads and they were kidnapping kids. And it was, you know, orc and goblin children who had tried to set up camps outside of the city limits. And they were the ones who complained and they sent in Krieg and me and three others, and when we got there, we, uh, we interrupted a ritual. We came in, we quickly put down the warlocks that were there, they stood no chance in front of Krieg. Krieg is a terrifying sight in combat. And me and the others, a friend of mine and another paladin, we went in, and we had just interrupted a ritual where they had the babies on altars. They had the kids. And Krieg and the other two lieutenants underneath him ordered us to leave the kids on the altars and burn the building to the ground. And, uh, and we, we did that. 
Well, effective, but cruel. Yeah. Krieg believes in a scorched earth policy. If they've sent Krieg, then he's going to kill everything that came in touch with beings from the other realm. He's not here to save anybody. He's here to purge. So what you're telling me is that on top of the devils, the demons, the creatures from the Shadowfell, the elementals, and the other fae, we may also have to face your Krieg. Yeah, 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 um, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, I, uh, I was hoping that I could get you guys out of here and try to resolve this before they showed up. But, uh, obviously, didn't quite happen. Uh, seems not. Long story short, they're not gonna save anybody. There's a lot of good guys in the fists, but if they're following Krieg's orders... You, you want to avoid them, please. A lot of them are my buddies, so it'd be better if we just didn't get involved. But, on the other side of that, the way they got here is likely our way back. We have a, a system involving some pylons and a ritual that can set up a, like a teleportation circle, a tether, uh, that you could ferry people in and out of. And if we can get hold of that, we could get out of here. I look at the at the teachers and go Well this means that you are in different positions than you've been in before because you've made enemies of Newman. This is no new territory for me. This makes us allies more than we were before. I look back at the group as a whole. The way I see it, we have a two Step plan. Simple and concise. We get down to where the ship is again. Retrieve anything necessary. Hopefully resolve this issue. And if not, we make our way to this portal. And potentially kill Krieg. <laughs> Daedalus is like, uh, feel like that's a tall order and probably an unnecessary step. Fowl looks you right in the eye and says, I promised you that I would take you to the door and I would help you open it, but I did not say when. The first priority is to get hold of this portal and get out, and then we will come back. The plan has changed. We will move and take this portal from the Paladin of Newman. I respect your wisdom, though your years are far below mine. And I don't trust someone the headmaster banished. I respect that as well. I have no time for your petty quabbles. At this stage, if you would like to continue your damage control, your best bet is with us at the ship. Beyond that, it is... The acquiring of this portal. But there is damage here, and you are no fool. So you can understand. Damage that is far-reaching and need be solved. You can feel him kind of like 
pulling away from your conversation. And I'm going to say this. No one in this current conversation understands the need for this chip for, for you guys to get to it. Like, not even Daedalus gets that fully why this needs to happen. So if I'm going to make you roll persuasion at disadvantage, unless anybody else gets involved in the conversation with you, because they don't trust you. Evan would chime in. They don't know Evan. I'm going to assume I, I hear this since I rolled a 19. This is a chance for all the other PCs to get into the conversation. Daedalus is up, which means Roy is awake as well if he wants to be. Hold on. This is... My dice really wanted me to persuade this. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Disadvantage. I realize I rolled a 20. And a what? I rolled a 20 and a 17, okay, but so with 17. my plus 3 to persuasion, it's a 20. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So it's a 20 with mod. Gotcha. 20. Yeah. Okay. That's the 23 or... So, like I said, because they don't trust you, I'm going to say you can't convince them, but I will say that you have their attention, and I'm going to say that somebody else needs to step in and, like, seal this deal. So, So, like, who wants to talk to the teachers and convince the high-level well, mages to go the direction you want them to go? I'll let Bob have a chance and see. So, uh, I heard you talking about you didn't really believe that it was that important. Little ship. Let me tell you something. Those guys over there, they know how to build them. They know how to build those ships. And those ships fly. And if that one got from wherever it came from to here, I think it would be pretty good to get us from here to where we want to be. We know that it travels, Dorf. I am aware of But what you don't know is the level of damage that that traveling does. Our worlds are strung together in a very careful balance. And when you shake this string, we are liable to all fall. So as important as it is to save your students, and I understand saving your people, I was a leader as well, it is far more important to save the entirety of our realms. How are you going to harness the power of the ship? The ship's power itself is not necessarily the issue. The ship's existence in this plane is the issue. Daedalus raises his hand. And he says, hey, uh, I don't know what makes the ship go, but if it's like lacking power, there's a power, he puts air quotes, that goes along with those, uh, those pylons that we use. Like, there's a whole, like, it's a kit. I don't know, I have no idea how it works, but maybe we actually do need to go in that order, because if we get the portal stuff combined with the ship stuff, maybe the two things combined is what we need. <clears throat> Once again, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I just stab stuff with light. Respectable. I also pray real good. I could do that. Fair enough, Daedalus. You should definitely do some of that. You do do those things. Somehow you just get the impression that that if he had eyes, he would have rolled them. <laughs> and he moves on to saying, your point is not invalid. It may, in fact, be a factor. Star pipes in. She doesn't talk. And she says, I've worked, I worked really close with the headmaster, and he, he told me that whatever made the ship go is, is definitely not working. 
So even if you guys get to the ship, it's not like you can take it with you. Um, so I don't like, and if you got to go through these paladins and they have what you need to, to, if you're trying to save everyone, then we need to put us back on the material plane. My concern, dear star, is this. That ship came here via a wish from a genie. That ship should not be here. I'm not trying to make it fly. I'm trying to put it back. Though the portal may be able to help us do that, I'm concerned it may not. She, she pipes up again. And, and, I, and you're right. When I was working with the headmaster, he said that you can't keep... In order to put the ship back, it's like it's a needle and thread. Everywhere it goes, it leaves a trail. And if you try to take it straight from here to the Fey, all you are going to do is make a loop. It's going to be like a knot. And when you tighten the knot, it's going to cause more damage. It's so you have to go back, to back the, the way it came. Exactly. But how can we repeat a wish spell? I don't know. That was his fear, and it's why things weren't as easy. It's why we haven't done something about it. But the first step is that we need to get back to the material plane with the ship. I feel like Avil would chime in at some point. I mean, I don't know where you guys are. Yeah, you have not. You haven't really stepped forward in the conversation, so I haven't. I haven't. I've just kind of been standing here listening. Same. Okay. Avil, she can't chime in. She talks to you. Well, you know. Yeah. Give her something for me to relay, because, but I mean, all up, this is over Roy's head, except for, like, the Fey part, which is really yeah. just kind of Avil's wheelhouse, which is why I haven't chimed in at all. Yeah, Avil, this isn't her wheelhouse either. Like, the thing that you've gathered is that Avil made a mistake when she did this because she had to, and she knew that it was a bad thing. The only thing you get from Avil is that Star's right. Like, you can't just keep taking the ship straight to anywhere you want to go. You need to go back the way it came. All right. Your headmaster is a learned man. This is a fair point. We shall first... Fight the fists. I look over at Daedalus. Are you prepared to fall, my friend? As what is so clearly a devilish grin creeps over what you couldn't imagine could have happened to his face. His response to that is, If you're asking me, am I willing to disobey Krieg? The answer is yes. Because I think he fell a long time ago. Evan chimes in, Good enough. And... The Azer captain steps up to Bop and he says, Master Bop. Yes. We took your counsel. Mm. The barricades are ready to roll, but we also have news that Paladins of Newman have been seen by our tower scout. There's an Azer on top of the roof who just looks down and gives everyone a thumbs up. <laughs> like, thumbs up back. I go, I see. And then that dude on the tower gets hit by a ray of light and vaporized in front of your eyes. Oh. Uh, take cover! <laughs> you guys are under attack by the fists of Newman. Hey, Dallas, you want to show a sign or something? Daedalus looks at all of you guys, gives a half shrug, and goes, pistol crossbow.
Hello, everyone, and thank you again for following us on our journey through another episode of Torchlit Tavern. You've listened all the way to Arc 3, we hope. If not, you can always go back and catch up on what you've missed. First of all, myself and the rest of the members of the Torchlit Tavern would like to say thank you to everyone who listens to us. We love telling our stories, we love your engagement, and we love to entertain you guys, so thank you. Don't forget that if you do enjoy our podcast, please like us, rate us well, share us, tell your friends about us. We have no designs on any grand empire, but we do like telling our story and we'd like to share that with as many people as possible. And you, our beloved listeners, are the gateway through which we can do that. If you're looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or your preferred podcasting service. If you want to engage and find a little bit of extra interaction with the Torchlit Tavern, you can search Torchlit Tavern on Facebook or Twitter. And we have established a Patreon at patreon.com slash Torchlit Tavern. If you'd like to go that little extra mile for us, you can do so there. And we will kick back to you with monthly content updates. This could be anything from narrative expansions, world lore, or even just an insight into the characters of the world themselves. And last but not least, if you want to chat with, compliment, or ridicule one of our lovely players, you can find us at the following locations. Alright, have a good night everybody. We'll see you next time. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, at something something master on Twitter. And you can find me, Ryan, aka Roy, at Ryan SCB Santos on Twitter. And I'm Randall, and if you want, you can follow my uh, inactive Twitter account <laughs> at Argo Omega, or you can just look at the Facebook, and I'll be there. This is Jeff, still playing the Jello Man Skeleton himself. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter that I never use at big underscore J underscore the bad man. You know, I think maybe I should have my own Twitter. You shut up. It's not time for this thing. God. You can definitely find me at the Torchland Facebook. I'll be there. No, I'll be there. Somebody will be there. And thanks for tuning in. Fuck you, warlock.